2: So it's time to uh, welcome you back to the second half, part two of uh, tonight's show. Um, again, thank you to Creation Wolf for, for powering the show. The link's in the description. And we've got three top pundits joining us tonight. First of all, I know you love to have him on. Uh, it is Sooty. Hi, mate. How are you doing?
3: Good evening, David.
2: Uh, well, it's great to see you, mate. And I'll tell you what. Saw you before the game, you came over before the match, you came over at half time. And what did you say to me, Dave? You went, We're going to score more against these second half.
3: Yeah, and what happened? Yeah, told you we'd score a couple more in the second half. Didn't no. you were in the right place.
2: Oh, mate, have you watched the match vlog back? Yeah, yeah, have you watched some of the Chelsea match vlogs back?
3: Yeah. All of them. I always watch, always watch the opposition ones. I like to watch the uh. The ones that don't go to the games and just like uh, discuss it live. I like it when they score. I like it even more when they concede because they just have a ma- something about London clubs, mate. They have a complete meltdown, don't they?
2: Ah, oh, they they do, mate. It was a, it was a great day, and uh, it was we're going to get stuck into it. We've also got uh, coming on tonight. Um coming back tonight we've got young Lewis. How you doing? You've been you've been doing some football training yourself tonight?
4: Yeah, Dave. Um it's only a really casual thing with a few uh few mates. But yeah, I've been there tonight and then um yeah, come come on here to talk about Wolves. So yeah.
2: Happy days. Well, don't forget you have signed a three year contract with Always Wolves football team. Uh, which the uh, we'll have some details coming up very, very soon on the charity sevens raising money for the Wolves Foundation, which will be later in the year. Uh hopefully be bigger than even bigger than last year. And finally, his daughter's been playing um, I do believe, a bit of football tonight, mate.
0: Yeah. No coaching from me. I'll leave that to <laughs> To the experts, but yeah, I've just come back from uh, a little bit earlier tonight. She was doing a, a football training, so I was listening to that Walls Women chat, which was great because, um, yeah, under sevens, you know, and um, you know, even at that level, it's great to see the involvement with a girl. So she's enjoying it, and at that age, it's all about enjoyment. I don't give her any instructions other than enjoy it. So, yeah, back for that, and um, evening to you all. Good evening. Leady and loops, it, do, it
2: does seem that Howler is almost perched on your shoulder like a
0: parrot tonight. And I <laughs> know. I've put his red top on as well, actually. I've so. noticed he's the got weather. the
2: red top on as well. Yeah. I mean, look at his smiley face. <laughs> I've never seen him so happy, mate. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> so I know
2: to it on the podcast, you're listening to it on audio, and you, you you need to go and check it out on the YouTube channel. But if you are listening to on the podcast, Howler Is because given his name, it's right
0: there. We go,
2: there he is, and uh, he is basically a cuddly wolf. And when it when things were really bad, um, a year ago, he wouldn't even face the screen, he would turn his face away. And he's, I've never seen he's he's he's, that so happy. And to be honest, he's even wearing that red top because as well, incredible, incredible,
0: yeah. He's got a permanent grin on his face these days, like I think we all have at the moment. So it's a a good place to be, being a fan, um, a wolf or (laughs) whoever you are associated with the club. So, no, I think we're all in good spirits and all sharing that uh, delight at the moment.
2: Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, Sooty, you know, let's get stuck into it, because we have had some drosh for the last three years. We've had... Not a lot to smile about. We haven't felt connected to the team for a long, long time. And the transformation in the last six months in terms of, like, the connection with the players, to the fans and to the manager and all of that, and the way we feel when we go into a game. Because I know you were really, really down about stuff and, you know, and stuff like that. Looking forward to going to the games going there with belief, you know, being entertained, not, you know, passing it side to side. You heard heard the Chelsea fans watching their team. Now, let's, let's face this, Chelsea have spent £1 billion over the last two or three years on players, you know, and they were passing it side to side, not penetrating. And not long ago, that was Wolves, with the fans getting frustrated and booing them off the pitch and and now we're singing let's all have a disco in the stands the players have got songs the new players you know the players are coming round the back of the, the goals to jump in with the fans and doing high fives there's a connection there that was lost and it's, it's long wait last mate it's, it's great I mean how much did you enjoy that match yesterday how much have you enjoyed the last week
3: well I've enjoyed all season to be honest Dave even the, uh, the beginning of the season, started at Man United, let's be honest. He, he set his stall on how he wanted to play. He'd had four days with them. And, okay, that's Lopetegui's side. And probably most of Lopetegui's um, tactics, really, because he wouldn't have had much time with them, would he? But nice. we saw a glimpse where we have torn Man United, a new backside, and got robbed. And that gave us a little taste. Could we carry this on? We then went on a bit of a dip, Dave. Um I think we lost again. Um and then we beat Everton, didn't we? We scraped to win against Everton, and it was that was poor. And we're all thinking, My god, it's all going to pot here. But I actually think, Dave. It was outstanding on Sunday. It'll go in my top 10 away days of all time. Um, It has to, because we haven't won there since 1979. So, it has to go in that top 10. But for me, um, this all started for me, Dave, at Luton away. Uh, We went down to, we, we were getting battered. We were playing four across the back. And we were getting annihilated. We should have been three down at halftime. Yeah. And some might say it was unlucky, but I still believe to this day, if Bellegarde hadn't got sent off... Would have won the we game. Did, and we'd have scraped a draw, because they were battering us with four at the back, Dave. Yeah. And oh, one yeah. Ta- one tactical switch earned us a point. <laughs> And this is the list since, Dave.
2: Yeah, go on. I saw you writing in the green room. He does does love his, you do love your postage notes. If you're listening to this on the podcast, on audio, this is uh, Sooty, who's been writing some notes down on postage notes. And you're going to read us back to us.
3: So we'll start with Luton. I'm not going to go pre-Luton. And if you remember, Ipswich away was awful. So this is including Luton, 1-1 draw. Man City, 2-1 win. We thought we were going to get battered, didn't we? Bournemouth away, 2-1 win. Villa at home, 1-1 draw. Newcastle, 2 each draw. Spurs, 2-1 win. Forest, 1-1 draw. Burnley, 1-0 win. Chelsea, 2-1 win. Everton, 3-0 win. Brighton, 0-0 away. United, we've lost 4-3, but we showed some bottle. Brentford away, 4-1 win. Mm-hmm. Chelsea away, 4-2 win. Albion away in the cup, 2-0 win. Brentford, 1-1 draw in the cup. Bring them back, Hold
2: on, 3-2 win. 1-1 draw in the cup, played for 90 minutes with 10 men, went yeah. a goal behind and still got a draw.
3: But most impressive thing in this is, Dave, that that amounts to 17 games in total, including Luton. Right. We've had 10 wins, six draws and one loss. That's 29 points out of a possible 42. And if you take that into current league form from there, you're in the Champions League, Dave. So
2: my dad's right then.
3: We've left it too late, but we might get in the Farmers League at this rate because what happens is confidence breeds confidence, Dave. Now, as you all know, I have criticised this club for two years now and the running of this club. And I've just heard you go on there and say, well, we need it. We could do the number nine. And I believe Chris is right. We'd have to change the way we play. We're proving you don't need a number nine. We've got one in Asia when he comes back. So I don't know what he's going to be doing. And he's top scorer. Yeah. But we've got a lad at the moment playing has broke into the Villarreal side, playing at centre half, Mosquera. Yeah. So that's if he's true. good enough to play in the Spanish league, top yeah. league, with one of the top sides. He should be good enough to play in this league. So there's Although one it, there.
2: Who was, was the Spanish guy that we had that came in and he was in. He, and he didn't really cut it in the Premier League, did he? What was his name?
3: Jesus, was it? J- yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But what I'm saying is, this is all looking very good. And I I agree with Chris as well. And I, I yep, yeah, I'll hold my hands up. I've got this completely wrong, Dave, by the looks of it. But um, there are better signs now than the Nuno era. And there's wow. a better connection with the side, with the players, um, uh, uh, the, the the squad players look connected, and I think you've got to give this manager and his backroom team so much credit, Dave, because um, I think British coaches are overlooked far too much. Right now, I believe that Gary O'Neill is the third worst paid coach in this league. Um, they're going to have to probably quadruple his money at least if he carries on with this. And also, um, let let him mould his own team because he'll want some out. That's natural. That's called natural wastage in this game. he'll, He'll want some out the door and he'll want to bring some of his own in. There might be some that go that we think we can't let them go. We're self-sustaining, Dave. Everyone's for sale. And if the right price comes in, the right price, not any price, it enables them to move on to the next level. If we finish 10th this season, that is fantastic. We might get to a cup final as well, Dave. That's improvement, right? I think if you look back at Man City's first 10 seasons in the Premier League, it took, their, well, it took them 10 years to win it. Right. Now, I'm not saying so I've gone on about frozen before going on, you know, are we going to win it in five years? Totally unrealistic. Never going to happen. But you buy into these things, Dave. You cling to things like that when people tell you that. But um, it's all going in the right direction. I saw something at Chelsea the other day. And the second half of Man United... Where I thought, and I mean look at the clock. Yeah, we we have got the biggest pair of bollocks known to mankind. I mean, we've got balls that should be getting wheeled round in wheelbarrows, mate, they're that big. We will have a go at anybody. And if we go to the latter stages of this cup, no one will wanna get wolves.
2: Loving it, absolutely brilliant, as always. Right, that's a tick tock clip on it, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lewis Lewis, mate. I mean, you've heard what Sutty's got to say. You're a young Wolves fan, um, you're very, very studious with the players and stuff like that. I mean, the Chelsea game the last week, you know, talk about the last week with us the baggies, Man United, Chelsea in the last few weeks. What are you seeing in this team? I mean. What's the difference for you, you know, in the summer? Where do you think we're going to have to uh, strengthen? Because I know you, you you do really do a lot of homework on players that are available and stuff that could fit in. What, what's, what's the future hold for this team? Where can we finish? You need to... T- I, we can't hear you, Lewis.
4: Can you hear me now, Dave?
2: That's better, yeah. I I, I thought I'd literally stunned you silent for a second there.
4: No, I think um, at the minute that the team is in such a good position, Um, everything seems to be going so well for the club at the moment. It's still, um, you know, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. You know, there's obviously targets that will be in place that will be a lot different at the end of the season for next year in comparison to how they would have looked at the start of the year. Um, I think the, the way the club is, is going at the moment, the, the trajectory of the, the trajectory of the club is a lot higher than it was at the start of the season. you know, um I don't think anybody would have anticipated how well Gary's done. Um, you know th- to the fact that Julian, who is a, a top manager, decided that the players weren't good enough and he didn't have the right investment to do a job successfully, and he decided to leave and you look at the difference that Gary's got out of the squad, I think it shows that the problem really wasn't with with the team. It was with, with Julen, unfortunately. And sometimes that, that, that's not me kind of saying Julian's a bad manager, but with Wolves, he wasn't. It, clearly, it didn't work out for him. Um, you know, he, He'll probably get another job and he'll do a good job there. Um, but for, I was, for saying, Julen, to, I was saying
2: to Emma yesterday and a few of the fans, I was I was thinking, you know, if I was Julen now, Who's still sitting waiting for a juicy Premier League job, like a Chelsea or someone mm-hmm. like that, to come <clears> on? <throat> it's, like, it's like, have you, you know, when you you used to watch, you ever watch bullseye? You might have said, "Dun dun 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 with the darts, and they go, "This is what you could have won." It's kind of like, "This is what you could have had." You could have been that manager that I'm not sure we'd have been as high up in the league anyway. Was talking about that. I mean, someone asked in the chat, "How far? Where do you think we'd be in the league?" I think we'd be. OK, but I'm not sure so sure we'd be playing this sort of football. And I, I just wonder whether he's sitting there now thinking what a absolute mistake that was. Because, you know, Gary O'Neill's going to be... If, if Hopefully, he's going to be going to the same level of, like, Nuno, respect. And his stock mm-hmm. is just going like that. And someone yeah. said earlier, you know, if his stock keeps willing to rise, people are going to come into it. I'll tell you what... if if there are big teams that start an interest in him, then he's really doing well for us. But I do think that Graham Potter jumped from Brighton to go to Chelsea. doesn't always work out, you know. And he did get the sack from Bournemouth. They moved him on last year. And Bournemouth are doing okay under their new manager. But he, to me, Gary O'Neill, is someone where I think he'll want to be at a club some stability and build his reputation over two or three years before he'd probably, you know, look at moving, but Sutty is right. They are probably going to uh, need to increase his salary and he's, and he's well-earned it.
4: But there's definitely going to be interested in Dave. You know, he's like you said, he's an English manager. They're attractive to a lot of clubs um, and he's a quality manager as well, regardless of his nationality. He's a quality manager. Um, so they definitely have to deal with interest um, in terms of, whether he will go, I think at the moment um, I don't see a reason he would leave. I think clearly you know in the press conference he has spoke about wanting a number nine. Um, he's made it very clear. Um, but I think he's also aware of the situation and he seems happy enough at the moment and we say it kind of every week really if, if the situation you know if the situation in terms of us bringing players in doesn't change in the summer, as the club seem to have promised that it will. I think then that the option for him to leave is a lot higher and the chances he will leave, you know, are a lot higher. Um, but at the moment, I don't really see a, a need for a number nine. I agree with Chris. I, I heard what he was saying. And, you know, some, this is something I spoke about after the West Ham game when Aitner, he didn't play because I think he was ill. It came on in the 70th minute, I think. Um, the way we play at the moment, it doesn't suit um, a, a number nine as well as the way we play uh, currently, you know, Agnori is obviously on that left-hand side in the midfield as a midfield four, um, and then Pablo or Neto, whoever's who on that left left-hand side, will cut into the top to go to go next to Cunha, And obviously, Cunha would benefit playing with the number nine. But then, how do you fit Agnori in unless you're going to drop? You're going to go back to a back four permanently, which I don't think suits us. We've seen that the past couple of years. So, in terms of a traditional number nine, someone like Broho, a bit bigger, a um, bit, bit more physical, maybe it would suit the top end of the pitch, but at the back end with the defence, I don't see how you can kind of fit that in. Um, so in terms of the signings he's going to make, I think he wants a number nine, but maybe more so to offer him a, bit, a few more options, because there is always the risk that Gunny gets injured, you know, that sometimes we will have to go, especially... Next season, I think teams will start to kind of sit in more against us, and it might be that we change the way we play slightly. I don't want to lose uh, the, what, the kind of shape and formation that we have at the moment because I think it's working so well. But, you know, teams are going to adapt against when they're playing against us. And, you know, I think you saw it a couple of times this season already, like Sheffield United did it and obviously won the game. Um, Fulham, they beat us 3-2. They kind of sat in a lot. They didn't really push out much. And they were, um, you know... They're probably a stronger side than Sheffield. So you can see already that having more options is only a benefit, but also the players are going to have to want to come and kind of bide their time uh, as well if they're not going to start. Um, But, yeah, I think at the moment that the way the past few games have gone, even against Man United with the loss, I think the performance was there. And it's something I always kind of talk about my friends and my family. I would rather play really well and, you know, just lose out than... You know, absolutely dominate the game and just win the game, um, because I think the the performance it has to be there because it tells you a lot more about the long term of the club. The results will come uh, if you play well consistently. If you play badly and just nick it, then you know maybe in the next few weeks you're going to lose more than you're going to win.
2: Uh, Lewis, as always, absolutely brilliant um, commentary uh, from you. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, Guys, I do want to say, listen, if you do want to get involved with the chat, and we've got nearly, uh, again, over 260 watching live, and I know thousands more watch it back and listen to it on the audio, but if you're watching it live, uh, hit that subscribe button. um, And also, don't forget, we give all the Wolves news, and there's loads of stuff that comes on the channel. Hit the notification if you've not already got that. I'm not sure how many people have hit that like button yet. Someone in the chat can put it, but that lets YouTube know that you're enjoying it. Hoops, you've heard what Sutty and Lewis have had to say there. What do you want, what do you want to say back on that? And what do you want to add to it?
0: I just think it's a really good place at the moment, isn't it? You know, and it's lovely to come on here and sort of wax lyrical about the team, um, about the manager, um, because that's not always the case. As we know with this roller coaster of of supporting walls, for however long we've all supported this this amazing club for. Um, but even within a couple of years, you have so much extremes and ups and downs. And I think, you know, last season, certainly the second half was about pragmatism. It was about grinding out the results because, you know, we were we were bottom at Christmas and that was enough. And then we had this sort of summer which turned on its head. And there was absolutely, we have to, to say this, um, because I was one of them. Uh, reservations about O'Neill, and it was nothing personal. It was just the fact that we'd gone from a manager with a huge CV to someone, you know, who's a relative novice in the managerial game, you know. So there was concerns, and City referenced the Ipswich game, and I think that was a sort of a bookmark moment where, after that, certainly externally there was a lot of criticism, but internally, and in in fairness to to the club, and they've been proved right, um, they've they've stuck with the man uh, I saw a comment there about Hobbs leading the charge and he was very public saying this is my man, this is who I want and it's backed him and I think what we've seen is the second half of the season being about pragmatism and now we're seeing the entertainment the entertainment factors here now um, and I, th- I think that that's what we're, we're, we're really enjoying and that's what Lewis mentioned there, You know, we're watching games and okay we're disappointed as we always would be to come off a you know, a 4-3 against United. But you come away and go, wow, we've watched the game here, you know. And even at points within that game, we were shocking first off. We were awful. We all know we were terrible. Um, however, we always still looked like we were going to get back into the game, even if we didn't deserve it, because of the players that we've got, because of the attitude that we've got. And I think what's been proven to be the case, and I'm so, so happy it is, is when you start to think about O'Neill and this team, it's a real perfect symmetry. And the symmetry is this. You've got a young manager who's hungry, is ambitious and wants to push on. And you've got a nucleus of a side who are the same. You've got young, ambitious players, hard-working type players with something to prove. So actually, when it comes together, you've got a manager who says, do you know what? Let's, Let's go for this journey together because... The last manager didn't seem to, to back you. And to be honest, the fans didn't seem to back me. So he's it, kind of brought in that, hasn't he? He's, brought, he's sort of bottled that and said, well, actually, let's have a little bit of this underdog spirit because they're all writing us off. But actually, I believe in you. And he's right to do that because if we look back at January last year and the recruitment, Cunha, Dawson, you know, um, Cunha, um, Lamina, these are good yeah, players. Okay, man. And I, Joe Gomez, absolutely. You know, all of those players we've mentioned, the starters now, aren't they? And one of the names on the team sheet. So, he didn't inherit an underperforming squad in terms of these are talented individuals, but he's given them a bit of freedom this year. And as, as a fan, it's like, this is just, you look forward to the games, you know. We've seen many managers, and Nuno was part of it, where it got results, but at times, it, the arse off us, didn't it? Let's be honest, some of the performances. Um, but now you've got the performances, and you're getting the results as well. So it, there's just that bit of me which has been a bit of a Wolves fan, and that sort of—I don't know if it's held on my shoulder, tapping me to say this can't be <laughs> going on for too long. Where's when's it going to go wrong? Because it just feels so good at the moment. That's um, but when you Wolves,
2: in it, you know, you just like yeah. where's, the, where, where's the where's the uh... Where's the sting coming from? Because you always think that as Wolves fans, but I do think this is a team. I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's a young and hungry manager. It's a young and hungry squad. Uh, yeah. There has been a transition. We've we've lost some big names. he'd mentioned it before. We love Neves. He's an absolute legend for us. But we look a better team without him. Um, and that's no disrespect yeah. to Neves. It's just because there's so much on his shoulders that we relied on yeah. him to drag us up the to drag us up the pitch to get that bit of magic and now you've got multiple players that are taking on responsibility you uh, you look at the you, you look at the cup game against Brentford when we were down to uh, 10 men Tommy Doyle comes in he single-handedly you know got stuck in and I mean he ran that game and then Pedro Neto comes on and does what Pedro Neto thinks but Tommy Doyle was such a leader, and he, you know, he didn't start yesterday, and he's been absolutely magnificent. Joe Gomez comes in yesterday. He's young and hungry as well, winning the ball, biting in midfield. He's always got the danger that he might pick up a yellow or a red because of the type of player he is. Lamina's consistent every single game. The defence, I do worry about the back three at times getting caught out, you know, but that's like we did at West Ham as well, because sometimes we're pushing up, you you sometimes going to get caught out, but they have been great at set pieces. We, you know, we've got young Nathan Fraser that came off the bench against Brentford and scored a goal. I mean, you know, he's a unit, and like, you know, I trust him more than Fabio Silva to come on and do a job when he comes in. And Sirabia starting to pull out performances. Bellegarde's starting to, you know, maybe should have scored at the weekend and made it five. He tried to do. Some net, you, you just look across the whole pitch, and everybody. Every, I mean, that, that you know that that one block, you know, when Chelsea to, the tackles that they made when they they thought they were surely going to score and the, the blocks that we come in, it, it,
0: it's a team, isn't it? And I think I think like you say, there was so much focus on Neves last year, and there's so much talk about when he's going to go, and, and it kind of just dominated things. But now you've kind of got that more team mentality, and I think you've got to give the manager full full credit for that. Um, it's not a, about an a individual. It's not a nevers and a other. It's a nucleus of a, a, a still a small squad, um, and yeah, it's 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 not dissimilar to, to to what we saw when we we came up.
2: Absolutely, and, and you know, it, it's great to be positive. We know that there's going to be times coming up where we, you know they're going to have bad performances. But what what I, it has impressed me is. Yeah, they 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 had a hangover from West Brom. We started slow against the Baggies as well. To be fair, um, you know, but they keep going despite adversity. And if there's a weak link in this team, it is conceding the first goal. And if we can get rid of that and stop the little mistakes. And tighten up a bit, and that's probably gonna be squad evolution that's gonna happen over time. Then, you know, we're gonna be a really, really top side again and not worrying about getting dragged into a into a into a relegation battle. We're on thirty-two points, two more wins, and we're we're home and host, and like we've still got fifteen games to go. We would have said that at the start of the season.
3: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on.
2: The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're gonna come on to the match ratings and and everything in a a second. I do wanna say again, a big thank you to Creation Wolf for powering extra time, for everyone that subscribed tonight. If you are a member of the channel, by the way, because uh, there's a few new channel members, um, if you message Always Wolves' Facebook page, Always Wolves' Instagram or Twitter with your um, details and your YouTube channel name, we'll get you onto the members' Discord group, and they talk every day. And if you're not a member, if you become a member, it supports the channel, helps us uh, power that as well. So we, we'd love to get more members involved. Right, Sooty who is actually a channel member as well, which, you know, for quite a long time, and we have some good chats on there. Your man of the match, your performance rating, and your highlight of the day, or
3: moment of the day. Cunha for man of the match. I think you've got to give it man of the match when they've uh, got a hat-trick, Dave. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not buying into eights and nines out of ten for this, Dave. I'm giving it a ten-plus.
2: A ten plus. We've never had a ten plus. I've actually that's what <laughs> actually have. It's like an A plus at school and the odd thing you get in a, you get an I, but you get an A star or an A plus. It, so we're going to give it an. You're going to give it a ten star or a ten plus.
3: A ten star, then we'll give it. a I 10 that. Star. I like that. And I'll tell you why, Dave. And this is not taking anything away from anybody that wasn't there. But if you were there, you'd give it a ten. And there's only a few that are fortunate enough to go to these places week in, week out, and we're we're some of them, thankfully. And that I've never seen us win at Chelsea. Never. Um, we've never done the double over them since 1975. We've won three
2: know. in a row against them as well now.
3: Yeah, so it has to be a 10. Okay. The the two goals are a bit a bit sloppy, but we have absolutely not torn them a new backside. We've ripped them a backside from their backside up to the back of their neck, Dave. We were that good. It was outstanding. As I say, that'll be in my top 10 games of all time. And I am, I'm into a lot, a lot of games, Dave. I'm telling you now, it's in four figures. So that's how good that game is. So that is, derogatory to give it an 8. Sorry, Chris. I know I, I love you, mate, but that's not an 8. Okay. Um. So, and then my moment of day is nothing to do with the football really. I, I had a message off a young lad who watches this avidly, Dave. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago, and they're on the members list, and they struggle getting tickets, and the only tickets that they could get... Uh, was in the uh, Gene Kelly stand every now and then uh, for not the two attractive games. And I offered him my two South Bank tickets so he could go with his dad. And they've been going in them two South Bank tickets ever since. And um, his dad asked me if I could get him two Chelsea tickets for Sunday for his first away game. And he sent me a message on the way home saying it was the greatest day of his life.
2: Oh, that's fantastic.
3: So, so, so Finn and Steve, I hope you had a cracking day. I know you'll be watching this. Um, good on you for getting yourself down there. And let's hope we can get you to many more.
2: That's absolutely fantastic. And that deserves a nice
1: one.
2: <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, there there goes. Yeah, Get we've it. got going on for that. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. With special effects now. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Thanks ever so much. Uh Lewis, um, and hi to them as well. Glad you enjoyed the day. And it'll be well, something that they'll live with them forever, no doubt as well, and for all of us. Uh Lewis, same to you. Uh
4: yeah, I think you know, we, we don't we don't really score hat tricks um ever, even in the championship. I don't think we, we might have got one or two, but you know it's, it's always a special thing for Wolves to get a hat trick. So, Cunha's gonna be my man in the match. We've
2: never had a, anyone, um, any, I think, any Wolves player score a hat trick away from home in the Premier League until yesterday.
3: Yeah, yeah I think that's players ever um, scored hat tricks at um, Chelsea in the Premier League history.
2: What, uh, the away team,
3: yeah, that's true. Yeah,
4: so I think you have to give him it, I mean, it's such a you know, I remember the Leicester game when it was four three and Jota scored his so well, and it's going to be the same for me. Um, you know, in, in many years after this, you know, this Cunha hat trick is a, is a big point uh, in this season, and I hope it's a big point in his career at Wolves. Um, I think performance, is, I'm going to give it nine and a half. I think um, a couple a couple of goals. Uh, the first one maybe we could have been a bit better on defensively uh, to concede, um, but generally I thought we were really good throughout consistently. We battled, you know, we outplayed them. They, they weren't Chelsea at home, like like we come to expect in the Premier League, that they weren't nowhere near. And I know they're having a bad season, but that was an exceptionally bad day. And this brings me on to my moment of the game. Um, I feel too often that when Wolves win a game, you know, the pundits and the commentators, they only focus on um, the fact that the, the team we're playing are apparently having a bad day. But when I was watching it at home, Paul Gale, I think he's a Chelsea fan. He used to play for West Ham. Um, he actually said, "Let's forget about talking about how bad Chelsea have been, and let's talk about how good Wolves have been today." And I think that is a really big thing for me, obviously at home, to hear that um, from somebody who's a commentator and you know in that um, in that position. That, that's a, it's a, a nice compliment for us to finally get. And it's one that we deserve for and a actually, long time. The,
2: the and actually, match of the day, were quite positive about us as well. And we were saying how well we did too. I was like, rather than the other team played bad, they actually were quite positive about how we were doing as well, which was a nice change.
4: Yeah. And, obviously, you know, obviously the goals were great. Um, especially, um, you know, Cunha's penalty. You're so much pressure on him as well. You know, so so composed in that, in that last kind of, uh, with the penalty, but yeah, that was my moment of the day, to hear that from, from someone <laughs> other than Wolves fans. That was what I like to hear.
2: And we are going to be going over to, um, to Sooty in a second, um, but Sooty has, has clearly just disappeared. Oops. Um, <laughs> his internet's gone. He's obviously uh, going to be back in a second. So I'm just going to message... Uh, Manny, whilst I'm thinking, just to let him know that uh, uh, Quiz about to start.
0: Uh,
2: uh, yeah, not Hoops, Sutty. I mean, Hoops have disappeared. And uh, Chris will be back. Um, so I'm going to get um, Cheerful back on the screen. Right, Cheerful.
5: Yes, I just want to say I totally disagree with Sooty. <laughs> it's an eight. We seem to forget we let two goals in, but Sterling missed the sitter so so did Jackson. So we I, I can't give it a ten because of the, the gaps and opportunities we Mate, create. That's why because I'm a boring you're defender.
2: Called, you're not called cheerful, Chris, for a reason, are, for, for, for a reason, are you? No, I don't.
5: It's all a bit of bad today, don't worry about it. No.
2: Um and we've got Suty back now. So Sooty, your performance rating man of the match? Except Oops. before we
0: get on, we, 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 uh, we are alike, uh, but no, I think you're referring to me, but <laughs> yeah, I'll say like that as a compliment. Here, no, no, all good. Um, yeah, I've I can't say we can't say anybody else can we, I, I suppose, just to kind of add a bit of context not man of the match because no one can take that crown. There were just some great performances. What a team we look like with a and you know, another brilliant performance. Tomato Gomez as well. I was I'm such a big fan of Tommy Doll, but Gomez came in and he did what Gomez does, and and you know was gave us a completely different dynamic. The way he pressed, He was amazing. Um, and yeah, rating um, seven and a half. Now uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with a nine. We've got gonna go with nine. I think a little bit of a blemish, but I, I'm with sort. I think you you've got to put it in context. It's an experience. You know, you, you can't put that in numbers, can you? But yeah, if you have been a, a coach's head rather than the fan's head, you'd probably go nine, nine and a half. But um, yeah, what a great afternoon!
2: Absolutely fantastic afternoon, Dave. Dave,
3: Dave yeah. can I just quickly say uh, about about Chelsea? I, I just don't think they knew what what formation we were playing because if you watched us when we were attacking, eight Nori's just well, he's all over the place. When we're defensive, he drops into the five. But as soon as we go on to the attack, they're thinking, where's this bloke coming from? They just didn't have a clue what was happening. And we just.
0: Oh, he's
2: back. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Right then. Um, before we go on to the quiz, uh, score prediction for Brentford, Lewis?
4: I'm going to go 1 1, Dave. 1 1. Yeah, I think um, we played them too regularly recently. I think um, they're going to be really well versed, as are we in how they play. But I think because we played them so much, there might be too much familiarity um, from the coaches. And I hope Gary doesn't. But I think it'll be easy for both sides to overthink the game and try and um, overcomplicate it. Sometimes familiarity can be really good and it it can help you a lot. But because obviously they're coming in. Uh, with Tony back as well i think it offers something different that they didn't have in the previous games against them um, i would like to win and i'm keen to win um yeah i think i think 1-1 might be the score
2: fantastic cheerful
5: uh i've just watched Brentford um, play man city they got beat 3-1 um I think the danger isn't so much Tony. I think the danger is more pay. He scored again tonight. Um, He's on a good run of form. and He's a little shyster, if I want to use a better word. Um, Keep him quiet and I think we'll win 3-1.
2: 3-1. Okay. Hoops, Brentford?
0: Yeah, I can see Lewis's logic. I I, I get that. Um, But I'm just going to tip us. So, I'm going to say 2-1 win. 2-1 win.
2: So, Tee? 2-0. 2-0. Manny, Brentford.
1: Brentford, I think we're going to beat him 2-0. Yeah, I'll agree with Sutty. We're going to beat them. Than right. them. Keep Tony quiet, obviously, but we'll beat him.
2: Nice. Well, Manny, as uh, you haven't been on for a while, I'm going to give you the first option to, for the penalty shootout quiz. Do you want to go first, <laughs> second, it, third,
1: fourth, right on the life and history of bloody one player, is it? <laughs> from the 90s. I'll uh, well, just bloody... so
2: I'm going to do random on on right. um, on on my little quiz book so well, i'll go
1: i'll go first so i'll get into the deep end you know head, head first
2: i know be... chris is very competitive so we'll give him the opportunity second third fourth or fifth fifth please hoops Ooh, you get, pick you get to pick next second uh, third, I'll,
0: or I'll go after Manny. then second uh
2: sooty third fourth. or fourth
1: fourth and lewis
2: you're right in the middle third OK, this is the penalty shootout quiz. OK, this is for this week's champion, and I am going to try and get... Is this like little... a knockout?
1: So as soon as you get it wrong or something,
2: you No, no, you've got three penalties and then shootout, so there you go. So, um, Walter, one of the founder members of the Football League, which was founded in 1888, Matty, how many clubs were in that original league? Was it 8, 10, 12 or 15?
1: I was gonna say before you said that, I was gonna say twelve, but I might be wrong, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna to stick to my original, it just hit my hit me in my head, twelve. So I'm gonna to stick to that.
2: So you're gonna go for twelve? Yeah. And you've you you've just done exactly what Cooner did yesterday. Give the key for the eyes, put it paint, no problem. I'm
1: retiring. So, too, too. It's your
2: second up, yeah. Go for it. So in eighteen ninety-two. The English Football League was expanded to two leagues. Wolves remained in the first division, the top fight until they were relegated in the first time in which season? Was it 1901? Was it nineteen five-0 six? Was it nineteen ten eleven? I remember the bed
1: sheets. I remember the bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've let us down again. Oh. Um, I, there's no thought <laughs> with this. Um so, um, you've
1: been done there, mate. 1901 in the 1901. So, you're going 1900,
2: at 1901. Yeah, it's a good effort, but you've hit the post. It's 1905 06, so you've missed. Um, Lewis, in 1920, the third division was added to the Football League in the form of the third division North and the third division South. Wolf remained in the second division until they were relegated. To the third division north for the first time in what season? I'll tell you what, the fans were out against the owners that season big time. Was it 19, 20, 21, 19, 21, 22, 19, 22, 23, or 19, 23, 24?
4: Um, I'm going to go 19. What was the second option, Dave?
2: So 2021, 20, 21, 22, 22, 23, or 23 24?
4: 21-22
2: um, You've hit the other post It's 22-23 no. So that means it's, Is it Sooty that's uh, Up next yeah. Wolves won their first league title When they returned to the second division As champions of the third division In which season? 23-24, 24-25 25-26 or 25 uh, Or 26-27
3: the third one, Dave.
2: You're going
1: 25-26?
2: Yeah. you hit it over the bar. It was 23-24 season.
1: How did you not know
4: that? I know. But
2: it's 100 years ago. You'd think <laughs> you'd know that, wouldn't you? Right. After winning the second division, Chris, uh, for the first time, wolf spent the majority of the next 52 years in the top flight. How many times were they first division champions in that period? Was it one... Two, three, or four. One, three. three, or four. What are you going for, Chris? Three, three. He slots it away, which means both Manny and Chris have top and tailed it. Um, I have with to
4: say,
1: I think me and Chris had the the best questions. There. Well, that's the way. <laughs> this is why I give you the opportunity. We, we...
2: We did,
5: but I was so confused about all the other questions and not having a clue, I lost
2: all sense of reality for a while. Well, Chris, you do often lose sense of reality, but that's fair comment. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back to Manny for your second pen. Yeah. After winning the second division for the first... Oh, no, we've done that one, haven't we?
0: Have
2: we done
1: that one? <laughs> I'll, see, I'll get it wrong. <laughs> During
2: the same period, how many seasons did they spend in the second division? Was it... One, two, three, or four? Which, Sorry, which period? During the same period, which is the 52 years where they spent the majority of the time in the top division, uh, winning their titles, how many seasons did they spend in the second division? Was it one, two, three,
1: or four? Four out of 52 doesn't seem a lot. I would doubt it was only one, so... Man, I know they were in the top flight a lot. But... One, two, three, or four? Total guess three. Probably
2: two. It's either not either it is actually four. So you've actually I gone actually, the same I way.
1: This was there.
2: <laughs> you've gone the same way, but the keeper's read it this time and got down and saved it. And tipped it around the post. It's a good save from the keeper. To be honest, he wasn't fooled. Right. So um next up. Again, is Hoops, your chance to draw level. Uh, during the same period, in which season were Wolves champions of the second division for the second time? Was it 1965-66, 66-67, 76-77, or 82-83 season?
0: Uh. Um. So it's obviously First Division in the 50s a lot, so it's just how long out of that. Um... Was the second one
2: 66-67? The second one was 66-67.
0: Mm. I'll go with that, Dave. I'm not sure.
2: You've sky it. You've literally sky <laughs> <scoyed laughs> it way <laughs> over the bottom. You're 10 years out. It is. 76. 76 77.
5: 66 yeah, was when we won the World Cup and won Flowers in the World Cup team. So we'd have known yeah. that the Wolves player would have been in the World Cup in the second division. That was the only one I pretty much knew.
2: Yeah. So, Lewis, your chance to draw level with Manny After three relegations in as many seasons in the 1980s, in which season did Wolves become champions of the fourth division for the first time? Was it... season, 85-86 season, 86-87 season, or the 87-88 season. What are the date ranges, Dave? I I can't.
4: 84 uh, to 85, 85 to 86,
2: 86 to 87, or 87 to 88.
4: Um, right. I'm going to go
2: 86 to 87. That's a really good effort, but you've hit the crossbar. It's 87. The
1: last one. (laughs) To
2: 88, which is the last one. This is turning into like the penalty shootouts of Africa were in the other day. It was 2-1 or something in the penalty shootout. Anyway, so, Sooty, you're up next, aren't you? Is it you next, Sooty? Yeah. Yeah. So, Wolves are champions of the third division for the second time in 88, 89. How many seasons did they then spend in the second tier of English football oh. before finally gaining promotion to the Premier League, the top flight? Was it 10, 12, 14, or 16?
3: 14. You just told him.
2: You're going 14. That is the correct answer, and you've basically blasted. You've done it. You blasted it down the middle. Who shouted it out?
1: No one shouted it out. But you said they were champions in '89. Obviously, we know when they came back up. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as you was good at maths, you're
2: gonna work it. You're gonna work it out. Absolutely. So, sutty you've put your second penalty, so that oh, draws God, you God. level with Manny. So, Chris. Um, you need to score this to go equal first. Right, be. Uh, be, not, better be, better be death.
5: No, I need, I need to win, score it to go in the lead.
2: Oh, yes, yeah. yes, that's correct. You do we need it's a stinker. Good. We need a stinker. In which season were Wolves promoted to the Premier League for the first time? Was it 2001 02? Was it
5: 2002
2: 03 04? Oh my 2004-04? god. You
0: know, you know what? Envelopes are Dave, Dave, I'm, oh, I'm, no ask me a envelope. different question.
2: Go on, what is it?
5: No, ask me a different question. Because it's, no, it. it. it's Dave, working
2: it out. you're working right. You're going to, okay. <laughs> Um, the next question on the list then is Who was the Wolves manager when they were promoted to the Premier League for the first time?
5: Oh. No, that one as well. Well, we'll be here all night, won't we? Because oh, nearly Dave Jones, I've done it once, so I'll carry on. Yeah, yeah,
1: you you, you you, deserve it now, mate. You gotta,
2: there you gotta you go. give him that. There you go. What can I say? Right, so that is back to Manning. So Chris is on two out of one. Everyone
1: uh, on one, one, out out one. final one.
2: <laughs> Chris is on one out of one. Hoops, how many are you on?
0: I zero. He's on zero. He, just
2: needs, he needs us to miss. And Lewis... Z- and know, but, yeah. Right, so how many years had Wolf been <laughs> out the top flights of English football before they were promoted to the Premier League for the first time? Was nineteen years 19?
1: and so many days and so many seconds and so many minutes since. So Are you going
2: nineteen? Yeah, that is the correct answer. Nineteen. So you're doing well. Uh, after being promoted to the Premier League, um, Sutty Wolves. Have, is that right? Sutty's next. No, oh man, yeah, who's next? Who's next? You get consolation. Okay, after being promoted to the Premier League for the first time, how many seasons did Wolves remain in the remain there before being relegated? Hoops, was it one, two, three, or four?
0: Uh, we got relegated in the third season, didn't we? Are
2: you going three?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know it was no. Kevin,
2: wasn't it? It was one, we were in one what? season. So we
1: remain in the- we, in the- did, we didn't wild. like
0: it, did we? So we came back. So we came back down. back down. So yeah, so you've oh, you've got hell, you- I'm, I'm a bit sorry, I'm thinking of the McCarthy ERA. So, yeah, okay. We've I've had a shocker.
2: On, so we just have Howler on, because I think he'll do better than you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah,
0: I've had i I've had a shocker. Move on.
2: Okay, so Lewis, what how many are you on at the moment? Zero, Dave. Us. Yeah, but you did, you've done well previous weeks. But okay, so under Mick McCarthy, Wolves won the championship in two thousand and eight oh nine, and were promoted to Premier League for the second time. Um, who was the top scorer that season? Was it Kevin Doyle? Kevin Doyle, Michael Keitley, Chris Umalomo, or Sylvan Banks Blake? They won the championship. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Silver knee Bangs Plate, Dave.
2: Absolutely smacked it down the middle. Wonderful, that's correct. That's so you to, the spoon you've there, finished on one out of three. So, Sutty, <laughs> so, what you want at the moment? One. So, you've got a chance to uh, get the silver medal, potentially.
1: He can equalise with me and then we need Chris to get his wrong. That'll be a sudden death. Mm. You, uh, I've, you're on two out of three, aren't you, Manny? I've got two. If Keith gets his right, he'll be on two. And then that's if, right. Yeah. If Chris gets his wrong, then three of us will be on two. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You so, he's keeping the bloody score. I know, yeah.
2: After, after being promoted to the Premier League for the second time, uh, we've done that one. A Nuno's first season as manager who Wolves won the championship in the 2017-18 season mm-hmm. and promoted to the Premier League for the third time. How many points did they win the championship with? Was it 90, 95, 99 or 100?
3: 99. Mm-hmm. And they Maybe should have got 100
2: because they flipped it up. Again. Was it Sunderland?
3: Sunderland. It's it's they,
1: were, they were all drunk, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So, Suti, you've tied it. You've tied it so, Chris. Is this for the win? I am a bit worried
5: about the pressure this dave So, if I get this wrong, and you ask, Jenny Mate, I'll is tell you why. It, it's a game, who scored that trick <laughs> against Chelsea away because it's Absolutely. moving on.
2: Carry okay, on. right. So, here we go. What is penny Jacket's full name? Is it Kenny Jacket? Kenneth Jacket, Kenneth John Jacket, or Kenneth Francis Jacket? Now fire. Kenny Jacket.
5: I'm going to go with the hunch. It's Kenneth
2: Francis Jacket. You going with Kenneth Francis Jacket? Yeah. <coughs> your pardon. Chris has won the quiz. The penalty back at the top of the leaderboard. got
1: ball? that bloody right? You know what, that Dave Jones question, Keith, we need to have a bloody... Get... <laughs> yeah, I
2: made up for it that last
5: one, it's man.
1: It's Inquiry there, man. Stewart's well, inquiry.
2: it's how the look of the draw goes. Guys, thank you ever so much, all it, of you. It He's the,
5: the one who had how many clubs founded the bloody football league.
2: I know, I know, but it's the look of the draw. The look you have been coming you've become the champion this week. You've got your mojo back, Chris. Well done. After a few weeks in the wilderness, he's back at the top of the leaderboard. Um
5: well, one week I let Lewis win the other week, but we
2: will. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. <laughs> right. Thank you ever so much for watching, guys, in the uh, in the chat for support. If you're watching this back, aren't catch up. Um Please smash a like, subscribe. If you listen to it on the podcast, give us a rating on the podcast, leave us a five-star rating. And until the next one, from all of us here, to all of you, lots of love to you and your families. Just a reminder uh, before we go, actually, um, I'm just going to put it in the chat again for everyone. uh, You can donate to Manage fundraising in the chat, the link. Put it up on the screen there. Three weeks, he's going to be on his way. Let's uh, do your best to support him, and we'll cover it more as we go through the uh, the next few weeks. But until then, from all of us, always
1: watch. lads!
3: lads!
2: It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk?
2: Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.